Good morning, Good morning. To, you. to you, the birds, the birds. are chirping. Welcome back, everyone, to the Love and Tan Podcast. This is the fourth episode with our very first guest on the podcast, Sam Edwards. Chan, I'm really excited about our guest for today. I I really am too. We had a great episode with with Sam. We talked about a lot of things. Talked about you know just about Sam. And um, we also talked some hoops. And, um, you know, we had some technical difficulties today. But, um, you know, we, we, got, we, got, we got one of the best episodes for everybody, I think. Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I, we did have some technical difficulties with um, some of our audio. But the good thing about us is we're all resilient. And so we were able to uh, bring it back together. And uh, it ended up being a really good episode. So uh, let's get into our interview with Sam. Thank you so much for listening to the Logan Chan podcast. Follow and listen to the Logan Chan podcast. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now we're going to get into an interview with Sam Edwards. Let's go. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on and being our first guest on the podcast, on the Logan Chan podcast. We really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's an honor to be the first guest. I hope I uh, set the bar high. Oh, that's sweet. There Sam, is. How are you doing? I'm good, Sam. There is no bar, so don't worry about it. Okay, so. sweet. <laughs> that works. All right. Uh, you. All, I'll ask the first question. Um, so, Sam, you recently just got married. How's How's marriage life going? For sure. And um, do you think it's better than living with Logan? Uh, I want you to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um. Marriage, marriage life is going great. Uh, it's crazy. We had our one year anniversary in December, so it's already been a full year. Um, and yeah, it's like, I just, I don't really remember life, you know, without her. Cause I'm just so used to seeing her every day and spending time with her. And, um, so that's been great, especially being here in Cersei. It's fun to have somebody going through this, you know, chapter in my life with, with her and also vice versa. I was going to say, y'all kind of just went for it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Moving to Cersei. she's teaching and she's enjoying it. And it's been kind of, of an adjustment for her, though, with all this online like pandemic. So she kind of mm. got thrown in probably the toughest couple of years of teaching. Um, but in terms of which one do I prefer? I'd probably prefer living with my wife over Logan. But it was. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Tough pick. Yeah, it was, but it was, a, it was a great time uh, being Logan's roommate in college. That's right. <laughs> Good say. What, um, how did you meet your wife? I never, I never, I never known that question. Yeah. So I, uh, took public speaking class in one of my semesters in undergrad and she was in that class. She sat behind me and I actually saw her one time at Raising Canes and oh oh yes yeah was it because the was it because the hogs scored 70 at home yeah so we got the buy one get one free box combo and so I saw her and I just thought you know it's the typical like wow you know that girl looks really pretty and I didn't think I'd ever see her again uh, because I didn't but 
when I got in a public speaking class, I was like, okay, well, there she's at. And so we ended up like talking before the class would start. And then I would walk with her after class and uh, kind of just started to hit off from there. And I finally built the courage to ask her on a date one time. And uh, the first, when I, I asked her to be my girlfriend was after the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 movie. <laughs> so looking back on it, it was like, man, that was kind of like my choice of the date. I'm, I don't know if Ann Maris would like once she ended up liking the movie, but I was just like, it's just funny. Yeah. It's kind of like that was my decision to see that movie. <laughs> so did you uh, did you ask her to be your girlfriend before or after y'all saw the movie? After we saw it. So, so you kind of built up courage throughout through the characters, right? Yeah, I give a shout out to Chris Pratt. He gave me that courage. There you go. There it it's is. like it's like man, Star Wars is such a player. That's right. Hey, Maris, you want like date or something? <laughs> hey, if Chris Pratt. If you've seen the movie, if he uh, if he uh, builds the courage to start dating a girl that has green skin, then and, and it's like a it's not even a human being. Then I think I can ask Ann Maris. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll 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 keep on the the Arkansas train here. Um. So both of you, both of you and Logan went to U of A and were roommates at at one point. Um. What was the most annoying part of living with Logan? I think Logan can agree with this. We would just <laughs> we would just argue about the the dumbest topics. <laughs> Bro, Chandler, you would not believe uh, there were there were so many nights where it would be like eleven thirty. And we're all we're just chilling in our beds, right? And me and Chan just start talking about something that has to do with the Mavericks. Like one time we got into who's the bigger Mavericks fan, and we both went to sleep like incredibly pissed off at each other because <laughs> because he was saying, "Well, I have more Mavs gear. Why don't you go in your drawer over there and see how many Mavs shirts you have?" And I had like maybe one. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, well, well, I went to like twelve games last year. I didn't see you at any of them." And like we would just literally like. Like, it wasn't just an argument. We would go to sleep angry with each other, but it was always fine the next morning. It was never anything, like, serious. Yeah. And, uh, but it was just funny. It was a, it was our competitive spirit coming out about um, our favorite team. And, uh, but we had some pretty good times. Yeah. If you, like, if that argument back up, it just makes it feel like we were sixth graders arguing in a college Oh, dorm. yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, what what were we doing? Logan, that's all right. Logan has a huge track record of just making arguments out of nothing. Because I feel like I feel like that's oh. our relationship as well. It's just we just argue about dumb things. Yeah, maybe I should just not have any friends. Well, you're talking to two of your friends, so. <laughs> but hey, I engage into those topics, so that it's it's a two way street. No worries, Logan. Yeah, we we love debate <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Well, um, you also played varsity for Rockwall, right? Varsity basketball. I did. Did you ever think about Did you ever think about playing college ball, or was education just more important than anything? Um, I don't think – I mean, the honest answer is I, I don't think I could have played college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> but uh, obviously, I mean, if – if I was like an unreal basketball player, then yeah, I mean, I'd love to play. But just seeing like how much time 
college athletes have to put in and like after experiencing undergrad um it's a lot of fun like just going for education and then you know just playing intramurals and playing at the rec center um so i you know i enjoyed just focusing on the education part and having all the other stuff during my free time but i will say i will say it seemed like you you averaged four points and just or four four in just about every single statistical category in basketball. So I think that maybe you were highly underutilized. Um, well, we first I'd like to describe that I averaged a triple single. Um, that's, those are my <laughs> stats, but. <laughs> all right. Well, I, tr- I tried to look out for you there, but it's all right. Um, but it's just funny. I've actually talked about this with um, former teammates and, it's like, I don't know why, like, I would get so nervous. And then, like, as when I got into college, it's just like, I got that mindset, just go out there and play. Like, who cares if you miss, miss mm-hmm. a basket? But uh, so that's, that's the main thing. I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. But when I looked back on it, I was like, man, why did I get so nervous? It's like, it's just high school basketball. It wasn't like I was trying to impress, yeah. like, scouts or anything. <laughs> so, yeah. But. It was a lot of fun, though. I enjoyed it. The fun, most fun parts about the high school sports is just hanging out with your teammates and stuff and going, like, traveling for tournaments was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Logan Logan asked that question because I we go we kind of go back, oh, like, a bit in basketball. Yes. And so um, I know that you're a huge Mavs fan, but back in the day, you were the Rockwall YMCA leading scorer <laughs> for the YMCA Mavericks seven-year-old division. Is that what I'm hearing right now? Uh, you know, I I uh, I gave it my all. Uh, you know, <laughs> my dad was the coach, and I felt like I needed to represent the Edwards name when I went on that YMCA court. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was he was he uh, force feeding plays your direction? You know, if, if it ever came down to the wire, we never had that opportunity because you know we wanted to make sure we were burying the opposing YMCA team, but. If we're right, ever in that right. position yep. of uh, down to the wire, you know, I, I think my dad would draw up a play for me, and who knows if I'd make it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I would love to have memory of a YMCA buzzer-beating basketball shot, but I don't have one. Hey, what, I, one of the best moments of my career is when um, my YMCA Celtics beat the YMCA Mavericks. <laughs> Dude, y'all, y'all were pretty it, stacked, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we were loaded. We were, we were the best team in Rockwall at that point. Yeah, Wyatt was like already six feet tall, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt, and then we had Charlie. He was getting those pick and rolls, man. And I was just sitting in the corner like always, just waiting for that ball. Dude, Charlie to this day, man, if, if you ever had to put money on it, he's going to make that running floater in the middle of the day. The... <laughs> We would always play in his driveway, and it would be so frustrating because I'd play pretty good D, and he would just kind of – he'd be driving in, and then he'd just kind of pull back and do his little floater, and I was just like, sick, dude. <laughs> nice. But what I was what I was going to say was I, I just – I personally just can't imagine a Scott Edwards-led basketball team ever losing or being in a remotely competitive game. I just feel like that team um, – would be so disciplined and, and just pretty much destroy everybody. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, yeah. My dad definitely, you know, he, he wanted to win. But the fun part about him, I'm obviously just being my dad, but also he always would make practice really fun. I mean, he would just 
basically let us scrimmage like all of practice. And so that was always a lot of fun, but no, he, he definitely, uh, would like motivate us and, you know, want us to have fun out there. And I remember there was one game in particular that, uh, we were playing a team that like had all the same duffel bags and like uniform, like warm up and all this stuff. It was like, it's a YMCA. And, uh, and apparently like my, are you sure? Are you sure that wasn't no, us? No, they were called the they were, <laughs> <laughs> they were called the Bulls, and they were maroon for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the Bulls? Oh, they must have sucked. <laughs> they, they. But uh, my dad, I remember telling us, he's like, "Yeah, I overheard them talking trash about y'all at the water fountain," and uh, <laughs> so it like motivated us, and we ended up beating them. But it, that was that's so funny. yeah. It was a lot. It was that was like when you how competitive you were it's like if you really wanted to win a ymca basketball game yeah that's for sure um so instead of going college ball um you went to arkansas what made you want to go to arkansas because i know logan was going to arkansas because um most of his most of his friends were going to arkansas too like you and you know justin and yeah so all my life i grew up a big baylor fan as y'all know and um my parents went to Baylor, and so, like, I always went, you know, to Baylor campus, like, once a year. And so I always thought I was going to end up going there. But as I got older, I was like, you know, I might as well just kind of check out another college just to see. And there were a lot of people, honestly, that went to the U of A. So I was like, I might as well just go check it out. So in December, my dad and I went there, and Baylor was, like, the only campus I've ever seen. And so when I saw Arkansas, I was like, man, this is, like, I feel like I've been missing out, like, on a – you know, some great campuses. And so I fell in love with campus and kind of like a typical story. It's just like, I got there and I was like, man, I really want to go here. And it was still like a, not too far from home, but it was a good distance. And plus having like people there that I already knew, you know, helped. So I can already have uh, some connections, but um, so that was like my main, those are the main factors. And then once I figured Logan was going, I thought we'd room, room together Logan, why did you go to Arkansas? Is he there? I don't know. Can you hear us, Logan? Did I say something to upset him? I don't know. <laughs> it says he's connected. <laughs> it says he's connected, too. That's funny. <laughs> he can, yeah, he just texted me, hello. <laughs> his mic stopped. Um, Didn't get a new is mic. Is his AirPods probably. dying? I mean, probably. He probably hasn't charged those things in a while. <laughs> All right, Sam, we're just going to continue with this podcast. That's fine. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably so mad. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> All right. This was supposed to be Logan's question, but it's it's my question now. I'm just going to – this is my podcast now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've only been to two places here in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, these are all these are all pretty much um, famous Arkansas like Dixon Street things. So, which one's better? All right, best or worst? JJ's, Ham and Trees, Grubs, Rolando's, Hog House. I would put Ham and Trees last, and then all the other ones tied above it. <laughs> <laughs> Because Logan will know this, but ham and trees, I just, I did not have a good experience with ham and trees. Let's just say the food, the food didn't sit well with my body. So 
Uh oh. <laughs> so I only went there once, and that was it. What did you I get? I think I just got like one of their grilled cheese sandwiches because that's what they're known for. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so I was like, I think it was. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was called the Rookie. And so I was like, if I can't handle the Rookie, then there's no point in me going to this place. <laughs> yeah, I've I've only been to like I only been to JJ's and Hamitries, and I thought Hamitries was okay because it's just grilled cheese. Like you can't really mess no. up your grilled cheese or make it. It the only thing that can make it better is what. Better cheese. Yeah, exactly. And hey, I mean, what a genius idea. Whoever, you know, opened that business up. Because I mean, like you said, it's pretty simple to make. And so they're making money off something that's not too difficult to make. I, Sam, I think we're onto something. I think we need to uh I think we need to invest in a grilled cheese place. <laughs> Instead of GameStop, let's just grilled cheese. Grilled cheeses. <laughs> we, I think it's the name that really, you know attracts them it's like ham and trees it's just like man i wonder what that's about and so we'd have to have a pretty good name if we do that yeah that's funny hey like you go into that place and you're just like oh ham and trees it's gonna be like a you know steak dinner place it's like no, no it's, it's just bougie cheese grilled cheese <laughs> <laughs> look at this brioche bread it's so beautiful <laughs> so you've only been to that one and jj's I've only, uh, yeah, those are the only two, and I like J. I, if we have if we have a uh, cheese fries at all, is I, I, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's good. So, so JJ's was good for me because of they the are good fries. cheese fries. Logan, let's let's get into some sports. Sam, let's get into some sports. Uh, Logan, you want you want to start the sports? Yeah, let's start off by grading the Dallas Mavericks. This is not going to be very fun um, based on the four-game losing streak that we're currently on, but we'll start with you, Sam. Um, just give them a letter grade, A, B, C, D, or F. You can go pluses and minuses as well if if you want to get that detailed, but just tell me, um, grade the Mavericks for me right now. Man, I'm going to go – I'm going to have to go F. I'm going to have to go Savage here. <laughs> I mean, last night I was expecting, like, a good response – after we got destroyed by the Jazz a few days ago, even without their best player. And he didn't play last night either. But last night, man, it just looked like they didn't really care. Um, the only person that looked like they cared is Luca, because he's the only one that, you know, balled Every out, night. it seems like. Every but, night. <laughs> but, like, man, like, I just – Luca said it in his uh, post-game press conference last night. He just said, we just seem like we don't care. And – but, you know, with Luca as our leader, I think he'll rally the troops, and I think we'll respond well tonight against the Suns. Um, but, man, the biggest thing, though, is Kristaps. Is he's just – I don't know what's up yeah. with him. I don't know if his knees are bothering him or – but he's just – I when we first traded for him, at this time, I was expecting him to be like a top five big man in the league. And yeah. he just – he was terrible last night. I think at one point he had like more fouls than points. And I was like, geez. And so, yeah, I, if, if we get blown out again tonight, I'm going to, I'm going to go full panic mode. Against the Phoenix Suns who won't have Devin Booker, right? Devin Booker and a couple others. Yeah. Yeah. They won't, they won't have him. I think Jay Crowder, I can't remember who else, but maybe Bridges. I don't, here's, here's the thing about, I think the Jazz were just on fire yesterday. They were. They were. Um, but I also think that the Jazz are just on, like, 
a really good basketball team. Mm-hmm. So to, to put to put that in account, but I think the I, yeah the Ma- the Mavericks have no effort whatsoever. And they- so go ahead. Yeah, so I just think that you know rebounding at basketball, you know going after loose balls, just just things that make you know, your team get like some momentum. We we don't have it. I agree. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was the way that we came out. I mean, it was what thirty-seven to eleven before the end of the first quarter, and I actually wasn't watching the game to start. I turned it on in the second quarter, but one of my uh, buddies sent me a Snapchat of the scoreboard, and I was just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Because leading up to this game, they were talking about, you know, the same things Luca was talking about after the game. He was saying we got to come out with more energy, uh, more defensive presence, and stuff like that, and then to come out and be down 27 in the first quarter and only score what we have 12 in the first. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no excuse for that, especially when the star player on the other team's not, not playing. Um, I love, I love how we traded for defense and we're not even playing. defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is one thing when you've had, when we've had five or six guys out for so long, it's going to take them a few games to kind of get that chemistry back, but there's no excuse for what happened last night. With the, with the amount of talent that we have on the team. And I think Kristaps, I think he's kind of soft. He, he settles for a lot of jump shots when he gets smaller guys on him just because he can shoot yeah. over them. But I think that he needs to uh, assert himself a little more. And I agree with that. Get some better shots. We, so We need to give Holger a plane ticket to come work with Kristaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would never do that to Dirk, Sam. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> So yeah, I, so, I'm probably gonna give him a. Uh, I see. I'm a better Mavs fan than Sam, so I'll give him a D. <laughs> D, D minus. How about that? Uh, I'm teasing. That's fair. <laughs> what about you, Chan? Uh, D. They just they need D, and they are. <laughs> We're used to growing up watching a seven footer just get buckets in the post, and we just don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. No, he just, I just, I just want him to be more aggressive, just like down in the paint. But like, he's just always floating in the three point line. It's like, dude, just you're seven, three, get down there, bro. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, another dude. thing is Rick Carlisle needs to find one of our big men and say, Hey, your role is to get like every rebound. Cause last night rebounding was terrible. Oh, it's been, yeah. And it's been bad for weeks, but yeah, I noticed yeah. there was one time last night we had, like three guys are on the rim and one of their guys, I think their shooting guard ended up getting the rebound and there was just no reason for it. Our guys were just standing around, not even trying to get it. So yes. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an effort thing. I think it can be fixed. I think we have enough talent on our team to turn it around and it's obviously really early, but it is very concerning that mainly after the three game losing streak, they emphasize certain things and then they go out and they do the exact same thing that we were doing before. So Hopefully, uh, hopefully something changes. But they're uh, moving into stock up and stock down. I think I think we know who my stock down team is going to be. But <laughs> let's, uh, Sam. Who who's who are you uh, buying stock in this week? So I think a team that'll end up stocking up is the Miami Heat. I think they lost like every game this week, but they don't have Jimmy Butler, and they had a pretty tough schedule. I think they play like the Nets and the Clippers. I think they'll end up start winning more games. And I think Jimmy should be back pretty soon, too. That's a good one. Logan? Um, I think for me, and 
I mean, I, I just talked about who they played last night, but I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz. They've won, what, 11 in a row? And they've won the last two games against us without their best player. So they're shooting, like, I think it was 40.3% from downtown this season. They've made the most threes out of any team through, what are we, 18 or 19 games. Um, they've made more threes than any team has to start a season. So I think that they're – their uh, their experience is helping them out, and they could be pretty dangerous once the playoffs come around because they do play defense. So that's probably who my stock up would be this week, and I know that's a pretty easy answer. But, uh, yeah, what about you, Chan? I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they won the last five. Whoa! Um, they're 7-6. They're 6 in the West now, and I think that they have a really solid team. So I think, they, I think I'm going to buy in the Grizzlies. I like I right. like Ja. He's a baller. All right, let's go stock down. Who we who we selling? I'm selling the Spurs. Mm. They they've had some good wins this week, but I mean, Coach Pop's a great coach. Don't don't get me wrong, but just looking at that roster, I, I don't think they continue to you know win. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So I'm going to sell on the Spurs. I'm going to sell on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know they've had a pretty good run this last week uh, beating the Nets, and Colin Sexton's been playing really well, but I just don't know if they can sustain that play um, throughout a full, what is it, 72-game season this year? Uh, I just don't know if they have enough experience. They were talking about maybe trying to trade Kevin Love, Uh, so that'll be interesting to see if they do that and who they get for for him. Uh, But I just don't know if they can sustain. They're at the seventh seed right now. They're 9-10. and And uh, I think they're overachieving right now. What about you? Um, this is tough. As I'm looking at it, I'll probably sell Bucks stock. Um, they're just awful in away games. They're only they're four and five in away games, and um, in the last ten they're only six. They're six and four. Mm-hmm. So I think they they need to get a little bit um, some momentum going. But right now, I'm gonna sell some Bucks stock. Selling some buck stock. I, will, I like to add, I did not expect Colin Sad in the NBA. Yeah. He's really good. He's like, he's a, I don't, Sam, he's a dog. He, that dude's legit. I mean, I didn't, he can be a franchise player at this pace. Yeah. Yeah. How how much is he averaging right now? Let's, let's see. like over 25. I think it is. I think it's like 26. So... January 27th against the Pistons, he had 29, 5, and 5. Mm-hmm. Um, so the past three games, he's averaged about 20. So he had 17 against the Knicks um, the other night. He was over 4, <laughs> the three-point line, so that wasn't good. But he, he, he shot like 40-something percent from the field. And then um, he had four, so he had 42 against the Nets, which isn't saying much because their defense is awful. But, <laughs> yeah, he was hurt for a little bit here in January, so he just got back and scored 42 points against the Nets on the 20th. So, he's a really good player. He is good. I'm a fan. According, accor- yeah, according to Google, his y- nickname is The Young Bull. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great nickname. I don't know about it. Yeah. What a nickname. That dude gives it his all. <laughs> Young Bull. I remember in college there was a he played for Alabama and like yeah. half his team like fouled out or something and it was 
They were three on five. Yeah, and Colin Sexton like almost carried Alabama and beat a team with two less players on the court. Yeah, they were. I think they were down fourteen or fifteen, and they ended up losing by three or four. <laughs> and he only had like he only had like six minutes left in the game to come back, and he was just he was just on fire. <laughs> I can't remember what team it was. I think it was a pretty good team that they were playing against. Yeah, I don't remember. All right, fellas, uh, who's who's uh, who's the built different player of the week? Mine's pretty obvious. Uh, I'm going with Joel Embiid. Oh, oh <laughs> I hope I didn't take uh, y'all, but uh, man, that guy—he's every time. I mean, they're. I think they. Have the best record? No, the Jazz, I think. They have like one of the best records, but the dude's an MVP candidate. He's been averaging like a 30-point double-double, um, and he's great at defense. They beat the Lakers, I think, this week. Um, you can just tell that he finally got some shooters around him so they can open up the paint for him to go one-on-one in the post, and it's paying off. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think Joel Embiid or Eve Jokic, those two were just going off. Yep, that was going to be mine. Was Jokic in the last uh, in the last six games, the Nuggets are five and one, and it truly and honestly is because of this guy. He had uh, I'll just read his stat lines. He had twenty seven, twelve and six, thirty one, ten and eight, twenty nine, twenty two and six. 20, 10, and 4, 21, 11, and 3, and 35, 10, and 5. He, he's kind of like uh, Luca. He kind of does everything. Um, but clearly his teammates around him are performing better than Luca's. So, yeah, <laughs> what about you? Um, to be honest, I don't have one. Um, <laughs> oh, well, then, hey, stick to your guns. I'm sticking to my guns There's here. I didn't, watch, I, I didn't watch much basketball this week, so Nobody. I'm going to let the professionals uh, do the work from here on out. Um, I don't have a say. Yeah, nobody's built different. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who is? All right, all right, Sam. I want to get your finals pick real fast because I know I I have the Nets over the Lakers in seven. I think uh, Chandler has the Lakers over the Nets in six. What do you have? Yeah, I have the Lakers over the Nets, uh, and I would say I'd probably say in six, like Chandler. I just think I don't know who is going to guard. Anthony Davis on the Nets and the Lakers have way better bench um, and the Lakers have I think the best player on the court in LeBron and so and it, it's just it's the playoffs and you never know with James Harden um, and so I just think the Lakers have a better overall defense I mean it's like miles better mm-hmm. and I think the Nets are going to have to drop like 120 something for them to beat the Lakers, especially in the finals. Um, so, yeah, that's my reasoning for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll hear everything you just said, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll hurt Tyree's feelings or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, what, what's your reasoning, Logan, for the Nets to beat the Lakers? I think that um, even though Kevin Durant was probably surrounded with a better team, I think he outplayed LeBron in that last finals when they went up against each other. I think that I've said this before. I think that currently not, he hasn't had a better career, but currently at this point in time, he is the best player on the planet. So shake my head, man. I'm going to, are you? I said, shake my head. Yeah. I figured, (laughs) I figured you would, but uh, 
I think that if, if Kyrie plays, once they get to the playoffs, he's going to help them a lot. And they're ju- they just have lethal scoring. I know the Lakers have really good defense, but um, I think that they can win a track meet in seven games. Wow. Hey, just remember, Logan, the teams that win the finals are the better defensive team. Hey, we can throw five down on it if you want. I think we already did. I thought... Yeah, I think we did too. I think we have on multiple occasions. Hey, I will say though, uh, I did not expect Kevin Durant to play like this after his Achilles injury. He's playing lights yeah, out. He has come back. Yeah, he has come back pretty strong. Because uh, a lot of people will come back from that injury and not ever look the same. Uh, Demarcus Cousins is a good example. And uh, but yeah, he's like Demarcus. Good. I mean, he's had I think Achilles, ACL, quad tendon. He's had a lot. Feel bad for that guy. Yeah, he's all right. about he's got a lot of money. True. He's fine. Speaking speaking about feeling bad for somebody, do we know where Greg Oden is now? <laughs> oh, body in the clinic rehabbing for his injuries. I haven't heard that name since like fourth grade. I thought I actually I thought you were gonna bring up Bradley Beal to feel bad for someone. Bradley Beal, I feel really bad for that man. That's oh my gosh, he's number, he's number two on the list. He's number two on the list. Greg Oden will always be number one. but Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant was in that draft. He was. Portland Trailblazers could add Kevin Durant. Whew. It's okay. The Mavs could add Giannis in the draft. Yeah, a lot of people could add Giannis. Yeah, we drafted, draft. I think, like Kelly Olenek or something. Wait. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we really? I think, it, I think it actually was. Oh, Logan? There goes your Kelly Olenek. I think Olenek we ended up... Game. I feel like, Making I feel problems. Like he comes up in every single episode now. <laughs> I think, and I never, has, and I never bring him up. I think up. we ended up trading so, him though for like Shane Larkin or something. Yeah, I think you're right. And and look what Shane Larkin has done. I don't know what he has done to be honest. <laughs> Been released. <laughs> I think he actually did pretty well in the Celtics one year in the playoffs. I remember that. I was like, what the heck? But other than that. <laughs> All right, last, last question. I want to hear uh, from both of you guys. What team has surprised you the most so far? Oh, man. Hmm. Uh, and I don't want to say that I don't want to say the Nets because I feel like with their players, it's, it's just a given. I'm going to go. Because uh, sorry, go ahead, Chandler. No, 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 Sam. I'm thinking. Oh, uh, well, I figured you would choose the Pacers because you didn't even have them in your playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I definitely doubted them. They're <laughs> we'll see if they keep it up though, because they don't have a Home Depot anymore. Um, but but you know, they can make it. But yeah, I, I think I said the Knicks earlier. Um, I don't know if they'll continue, but they're in the playoffs right now, and Julius Randle is like balling out. And so I I didn't expect them to win more than three games at this point, and they're. I think they're like they have nine wins, and so I've been pretty surprised by the Knicks. I think I would go with uh, the Atlanta Hawks. I I did not have them in my playoffs at the beginning of the season, and um, Trey Young's been really good. DeAndre Hunter's been really good for them. Um, they've got a deeper bench with Bogdanovich, and uh, I don't know if Bogdanovich is starting or not. He's hurt, I think. But um, oh, and then they've got. Gallinari, Cam Reddish, they got Rondo. He brings a lot of experience at the point guard position. You mentioned the most important uh, player that's been balling out for them so far. Kevin Huerta. <laughs> and Quick Fella. <laughs> me, and, me and Sam have a very weird obsession with Kevin Huerta. I think, I think we just love to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
I don't even know who that is. He's the redheaded shooter. Yeah, but no, I like them. Yeah, and I like John Collins too. They just have a lot of good basketball players, except for Tony Snell. Well, they should be good after all that money they spent in this offseason. So I'll go with them. I didn't see that coming. Um, I just thought that they were going to do what the Hawks do, and that's lose. So <laughs> they're ten and they're ten and nine. Um, so my team that surprised me the most is the Heat in the wrong answer, yeah. I feel like they'd be coming off really well off the bubble. I feel like they'd have a lot of momentum going into the season, but I just, I just feel like, you know, they're only, they're six and 12 and they're just not playing good basketball. And so I just, they've lost the last five. And so I'm just surprised at how lackluster they've been. That is I think Jimmy's been out for a while, but still, yeah, I, th- I expected them to be in playoff contention right now. But I would think I would think they would be at mm-hmm. least top eight. But they're they're third they're thirteenth in the league right now. Yeah, Bam's been balling, but I don't know what's going on outside of that. Ty Ty Hero, he's not built different right now. <laughs> yeah, they should have traded him when his stock was way up already. Yeah, he's his stock's down. Right. Should have sold it. Should've I know it's crazy. It. They went world. from being in the finals to this. It's kind of like the Mavs after the 2011. Hey, but I mean, we we gave up our whole team. (laughs) Yeah, we pretty much yeah. Yeah. Who you got, Sam? Oh, you said the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the Knicks. Hey, Austin Rivers. Sam, your your uh your opinion of him has kind of (laughs) changed. Yeah. It's the. So me and no no go ahead. Well, me and Sam, me and Sam used to play two K all the time. And what was he on the Clippers? Uh, yes. I was, I was always the Clippers, and Sam was whoever he was that always lost. No, not all the time. But uh, Austin Rivers would go for at least what thirty every yeah. game with at least seven threes. <laughs> and Sam just didn't understand because he was like a seventy-two overall. But I mean, this guy was just dialed in. I can't remember. We like debated. About him and like uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, who was a better player? It was obvious, but I was sticking to my guns. <laughs> but I will say he's he's definitely there since whatever two K that was. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like seventeen, maybe two K seventeen. All right, well, Sam, we have really enjoyed having you on today. You have anything else that you want to say to anybody? Any positive positivity you want to spread, or, or are you not positive? Are you not really a uh, Public figure. I thought we had yet. two more questions with benching and starting. Okay. Uh, okay. He knows the podcast better than me. All right. Who are you benching, Sam? Go ahead and get into it. Sam, Sam, Sam. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why my back hurts. Carrying this podcast, it, it takes a toll. We're, and mentally, mentally, and we were saying earlier, Logan, that uh, Chandler's LeBron and you're Mario Chalmers of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right who are you benching sam i love how he just just side swipes and just starts he's uh, ignoring the no, ignoring the I'm obvious just, here. i'm like i said earlier i'm i'm choosing kindness today is sam's birthday and uh this day is not about me so i'll take i'll take my lickings whether i deserve them or not um i think we can all agree on this so we're gonna bench kelly Ubre. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's back-to-back weeks uh, yeah. i can't remember who they played <laughs> this week and he was like one for 11 or something yep i benched him last week i think yeah, i, I don't see any other players 
been playing worse than him. I'm gonna I'm gonna bench Lou Williams. He has just made me look stupid. I this forgot year. about that guy. I had him as the sixth man of the year, and I think he has scored twenty points maybe twice. So, mm. not that he's supposed to average twenty, but I don't even know if he's gotten out of single digits in half the games he's played. So, when you got a six six man of the year candidate that can't even do that, it makes me look bad, and I don't like I don't like looking bad. So, I'm benching his ace. <laughs> Kelly Oubre, <laughs> bench him. He needs to be benched. He needed to be benched two weeks yeah, ago. That dude just, yeah, I don't know what's up with him. Did you hear the, there was like a trade rumor that they were going to trade him. And I'm like, who are you going to trade that guy for? Nobody wants Kelly Oubre. Nobody wants him. I think he's got a pretty big contract. It's his contract <laughs> year. Like, this is his oh, contract year. So he's uh, <laughs> he is not going to get a fat check after this year. I heard, I yeah, I heard that the Pelicans were looking to ship out uh, Lonzo and JJ. And I'm just like, if they add JJ, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, they're gonna they're just gonna be oh my shooting gosh, threes man. all day. Can you imagine long. trying to guard Steph and JJ, the guys that run around the most? I thought if I was a shooting guard guarding at any of those players, I'd be like, Coach, um, I'm gonna sit it's I'm gonna like sit a cardio on cardio workout out there. <laughs> Get your Peloton out. Get just keep just keep moving those legs on the bench. But uh <laughs> My starting is it's uh I'm gonna go Lamelo Ball. Mm. Yeah, dude, mm, that guy. I mean, if you draft him top five, and he's got the potential of being like a triple double type player, you might as well start him at point guard and let him let him develop. I saw the coach like didn't play him much because he said he was making too many mistakes, this and that. I'm like, I mean, that's just that's gonna happen. You gotta let him. He's a rookie, so yeah. And he's and he's also playing for the Hornets. It's not like they can't get it's any a, worse. Not comparing him, but like Rick Carlisle put Luca at point guard, and I mean he's developing way faster than all those rookies, and so you might as well start developing Lamelo now. But good one, good one, Logan. Who are you starting? Uh, I'm starting Stephen Curry. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah, um, I just think he's a really good basketball player, and the last six games from downtown, he shot. 50%, 36%, 58, 50, 36, and 50%. Hello. So he's obviously you, got a shooting show going. Though. What was that? Yeah, well, I'm going to continue to start him for the whole season, every single night, and he's not taking any nights off because if he does, the Warriors so, always lose by 30. I'm confused because Logan's bench player was a player that comes off the bench, and then his starter is a starter. All right, you know what? I'll choose someone else. Go ahead, Chan. No, I'm waiting for your answer. All right, we're going to be, uh, while I'm waiting, we're going to be cutting this long pause that's about no, to occur out. Is, is the starter like just the person that's playing well? I got you. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm going to go with Bojan Bogdanovich. <laughs> <laughs> he, was on he was on fire. Him and Jordan yesterday. Clarkson, man. Him and Jordan Clarkson. The man, I think, I don't think this is right. Okay, so this, so yeah, he had 32 last night. He was 10 for 16, and he was 7 for 11 with the three-point line. Whew. So he yeah, was people, on fire. People, for, people forget that he was baby. not in the bubble for the Jazz. No. I know. He's really he's really, uh, he's really uh, brought the Utah Jazz stock up. As, he uh, literally as, looks like Joe Ingles. If Joe Ingles like, ate a lot of food. <laughs> are you are, are you are you calling, just him, calling him a little bigger than, than, than skinny joe angles 
right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change. Don't, I'm going to change my pick. Who are you picking? Because I want to make Sam happy on his birthday. I can't stress that enough. Uh, I'm going to go with Eric Gordon off the bench oh, in wow. Houston. Wow. The last uh, the last six games, five out of the six, he's had over 20 points. He had a 33-point game. He's just been playing well, and they've won four in a row. So maybe that's a maybe that's a big reason for it. I'm not so gonna lie, man. I'm kind of scared of the Rockets. I thought they'd be kind of bad, but they're looking pretty good. Figuring it out. I think Victor Oladipo yep. is a lot better Their player than people think. Stout, stout, stout. <laughs> what a word, <laughs> Sam! What a word. And then Christian Wood. I mean, he's like the most improved player right now. Yeah. Would you start him, Sam? <laughs> Man, I, we we could use a player like him on the Mavs. I wish we would have went after him free agency. Yeah, we need somebody who's just a like a Bismack Biombo, just like a tenacious Seriously. rebounder. Uh, I would pick Sam Edwards to go out there right now. I don't really care because it's so many to rebound the basketball. I just don't don't see him grabbing many boards. Who <laughs> Sam? Sam. <laughs> yeah, he's not very. You good know, you him. you would see effort. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's not small. But... Who? Yep. You would you would see effort. Sam, that's why that's why I'm putting you out there. That's all effort. All breaks. The only no, reason I would get one is breaks. because people in the NBA they don't box out. And so they just kind of forget about you. And then you just go in there flying and grab it. Oh, I bet they wouldn't forget about you. <laughs> they know I'm a threat. They wouldn't want you. Well, they wouldn't if if that were to actually happen and an average Joe was to get into a game, they would make sure that you did not get Well, I guess I'd have statistic. to start flopping. <laughs> It might work. It might work. All right, Chandler, why don't you wrap this up since I can't. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? You just you were about to earlier. About to. I didn't I didn't get yeah. to do it because I jumped the gun. So Ah, you jumped the gun, didn't you? Yeah. No, I Sam, I appreciate you coming on and I've enjoyed this. This has actually been a we're I think we're closing in on an hour here. So this has been a really good conversation and uh, I hope you have a great birthday. Um, celebrating without me for the first time in probably about 20 years. 20 so years. Uh, I'll be there in spirit. I'll be there in spirit. Hey, I appreciate that. I'm honored to be again, the first guest. And um, it was fun to take a break from, from uh, the real world and just talk about some fun stuff. And uh, I, I wish the best of luck for y'all right. for future episodes. And whoever whoever's the second guest, just let them know that they were second. That's all I want you to do. <laughs> you always be on that pedestal. Yeah. Well, Sam, thanks so much, brother. Miss you, man. I haven't seen you in a long time. I know, man. One of these days we'll oh, yeah, meet up fun. and we'll, play some we'll hoops. We'll out of shape and tired. Hey, man. <laughs> keep riding out there. But all right, guys. Well, hey, y'all enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks, man. Hey. See you hey. later. Yo, yeah, man, that money bring the birds in. Throwing money while she twerking. Is she pretty?